Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, angels. Welcome back to another episode of VPR from the start. We are on season two of Vanderpump Rules, episodes four and five. This is hard. This season is not shaping up to be my favorite season, as I've said. Um, but we're here and we're going to do it. But yeah, it's it's um, not getting really any easier to watch. I'm not going to lie, but probably because I haven't seen it in a decade. Luke? I get it, babe. <laughs> I understand. I mean, you've told me about the things that happened, but watching it, people are just brutal to you. And I'm understanding how not fun it probably was to, one, live this, and two, go back through and do it now. But, you know, here we are, giving the people what they want. And it was a long time ago, and things, they have changed. It's also just not easy for me to watch myself just, like, deflect and shut down and kind of get trampled on, but then also pretend like everything's so wonderful in the world of Kristen, even though it like totally wasn't. I'm just like, I was such, I acted like a child. God. You were blinded by the situation, but we'll get into it. We should just probably dive in and get to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get started. VPR season two, episode four is titled Rumors. Not like the Fleetwood Mac album. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was was far better. Um, So this episode opens with Jax's modeling shoot. Says how he wants to be a producer, making these connections, etc. He's got this pretty good looking uh, model there with him, a female. And it's like an intimate type shoot. Shows her the tattoo. and I mean, it's not an intimate shoot. It looks so staged to me, like looking back. Number one, rest in peace, Kitson. Kitson, we miss you a little bit. Overpriced, but I do I do miss Kitson. Um, but like doing the photo shoot right in front of the window, this is like on, I'm trying to think, Kitson was like right on Robertson Row, which is what we call kind of where Sir Pump, Tom Tom, like all, and now something about her, all are. And Kitson was like right around there somewhere. But this like random photo shoot, like right in front of the glass window in the store just was so odd to me. But yeah, Jack's saying like, oh, you know, modeling for contacts now. Okay, guys, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Season two was the most broke any of us had ever been. So he was modeling for, I don't care if it was a hundred bucks or 500 bucks. You're not modeling for contacts. You're not doing this like cheesy photo shoot for contacts. Well, it's all part of his narrative to try to get Stassi back. He wants to be trying to do something bigger with his life, right? That's true. That's what I see. Do you think that that chick remembers like that she did this photo shoot on like season two of a whatever show that a lot of people didn't really know about and do you think she's embarrassed (laughs) because i would be (laughs) Um, 
I I would say 100% I believe she remembers it. I don't know if she's embarrassed or not. I don't know if I She's like, you're so cute. (laughs) You're so funny. Like, was she a producer's dream or did she put that on all by herself? I wonder. I'm curious. Jax is a producer's dream. That's for sure. He's fantastic at reality television. And all of this just like kind of nails that in for me, you know? What are your thoughts on the photo shoot? I agree. Um, I don't know. Jax handled him the way he should have with what he's trying to do. Said in, you know, in closing, he said in a couple of years ago, he definitely would have slept with her. It's like, well, <laughs> duh. Who knows? Maybe he had. Maybe one of his friends did. Who knows? It's LA. It's a small world. So next you have Katie Stoss and I. Katie and I were at Pilates. We meet Stassi for a little luncheon. This was a reg thing that we always did. Katie and I had like a routine every single day. And it was like, get up, go to the coffee bean, have an iced coffee, share a bagel, go to the gym or like go to Pilates or go to something and then go have lunch and drinks. (laughs) This is like every day of our life. And then it was like, are we working tonight? Are you working tonight? Okay, cool. Great. And I love that um, they show Stassi with the mini wine bottles, which Looking back, it's it's very much like a nod to Mark, her father, for like bringing in the mini Baileys before and like the mini whatevers. But we really did carry mini wine bottles everywhere with us. Like we should have just started a wine company back then with little mini bottles, which is a WeHo mini bottles, maybe. Hey, that's an idea. I like that <laughs> from a business standpoint. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, you say like getting suspended is fun and it, then it kind of cuts to this Jackson Tom conversation where it starts cutting back and forth. I love Stasi being like Stasi being like, I am a huge advocate of being suspended from Sir. Hell yeah. Like a round of applause because yes, like we said last week, like, did I need the money? Of course I needed the money, but is it still like kind of time off that's like a vacation? Hell yeah, it is. I still get to hang out with my friends, but I don't have to deal with Lisa. It's kind of a win-win for both of us. I agree. Looked like you were having fun. Mm-hmm. So then it like cuts to Jackson Tom and they're talking about this photo shoot and then kind of goes back and forth with this Stasi bringing up the kiss with Jax, you know, at the lake. You're talking about the little kiss. Can I just have a little kiss? Can I have a hug? Just a little peck. And now... The kiss, the mm-hmm. kiss. You kissed, we kissed, but we kissed. It meant something. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I can see his point of view. If I was like kind of fawning over somebody and I get that kiss after getting a, their tattoo on my arm, yeah, that's going <laughs> to stick with me. I'm going to believe there's some meaning to it. Like that is somewhat, she's kind of was leading him on saying, hey, there's still a chance. I'm going yes, yes, to give yeah. you a kiss on the so mouth. You're, so you're yeah. saying there's a chance. So you're saying these are little baby steps into Jack's being with Stasi again. Fair enough. True story. Exactly. And uh, you probably don't want to comment on this, but we have to bring it up is uh, the talk about you guys, you and Tom having your makeup sex and that people <laughs> just had their opinions on whether or not it was a good thing. Everyone still sees that your relationship is kind of fucked at this point. Yeah, it's pretty clearly fucked and we're just hanging on to like every last little thread before it completely unravels. I know. And I wrote down something that Tom said, like with all the wisdom he wanted to instill in the viewers, he's like, life is too short to be like, not happy. So, you know, just like be happy. So just Mm -hmm. sweep everything under the rug and pretend like everything's happy and cool. And that's just like how to live because, you know, life's too short. That is how Tom Sandoval lives his life, as we all know now. Just sweep it under the rug and keep doing whatever you want to do. 
and pretend like everything's okay. Maybe that's where I got it from. Maybe that's like all this deflection and this all these like this defense mechanism that I put up every time he and I would get along for like one full 24-hour period. I'm like, we're great. What are you talking about? We're so great. We've never been better. No wonder people thought I was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, and people don't hold back when they uh, start talking about it here coming up. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Oh, Tom and Jack's talking about water pills, laxatives, bronzer, Tom Sandoval. And I was like, oh, man. It like was such a blast from the past because Tom Sandoval is the one who taught me like the day before a photo shoot, like stop eating it this time and then take laxatives and then make sure we used to take, I can't remember the name of the water pill, but they were these like diuretic, obviously it's a water pill, these diuretic pills. And then we would take like at nighttime and in the morning, the day of shoots. So you would just like pee out all of your extra water weight and like not eat and then just take like Adderall and like caffeine. (laughs) What the fuck were we doing? (laughs) But he was right. Water pills, laxatives and bronzer. That's all we really needed back then. It was like Sir's version of like GTL. Do you remember GTL from Jersey Shore? Jim Tan Laundry. Jim Tan Laundry. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Ours was like water pills, laxatives, bronzer. (laughs) Disgusting. Oh, geez. It's funny, though, then watching Tom and Jack's when when Tom Jack says, like, oh, yeah, there's this girl at the photo shoot. And the way that Jack talks to Tom about it so differently than the way he was talking to Stassi about it. He was like, yeah, there's this girl. I mean, she was hot. Like, I definitely could have had sex with her if I wanted to. But like, you know, I didn't. And with Stassi, he's like, ah, no, it was like, whatever. It was just like a whatever shoot. Like, uh, what did he say to Stassi? He was he's like, yeah, I told her, like, there's, you know, only one girl for me and. And she said, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. When the girl really was like, "Mm, why do you want to be with that girl? Like, I thought she's your (laughs) ex-girlfriend. It's just like, hmm, always two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Yeah. Sounds like Jax. The secret to a great date, feeling confident from head to toe. That is why I'm beyond excited to tell you about Lumi Whole Body Deodorant for pits, privates, and beyond. Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered that the vagina is not always to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So she developed Lumi, a pH-optimized whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. Smells like a second date to me, but what do I know? I just have a podcast about this stuff. Special offer. New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with code DOTY at lumideodorant.com. Lumi's whole body deodorant is the first of its kind, and Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. I'm talking pits, underboobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. You name it, they cover it. Created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated, Lumi is a clinically proven deodorant deodorant to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Aluminum free, baking soda free, and paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt, you know, the smelly zone. Lumi is seriously the best. They have solid deodorant, cream deodorant, wipes, body cream, soap, anything you picture to make you smell your best, they have it. And all of the products are incredible, plus the scents are delicious. 
Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes. I'm obsessed with the deodorant wipes. And free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi Starter Pack with code DOTY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code DOTY. That's L-U-M-E deodorant com and use code DODI. Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. Did you have a little too much fun in the sun this summer? It's no secret that UV rays can take a toll on our skin, leaving it feel dry, tired, and less vibrant. If you want to hit the undo button on UV-induced aging, say hello to OneSkin, your secret weapon against the summer's toll on your skin. OneSkin scientists have shown that it can actually reverse the biological age of skin by several years in their groundbreaking research. Healthier, more youthful-looking skin doesn't just look great, which we all want, obviously, but it's good for your overall wellness too. As the leaves change color this fall, help your skin undergo its own transformation with one skin. Their products work tirelessly to repair, rejuvenate, and erase the signs of summer damage, ensuring you step into autumn with the healthiest skin of your life. Head over to oneskin.co and explore how their products can become your skin's new savior. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with our code DOTY at oneskin.co. What do I personally love about OneSkin? I think the fact that they are next level in skincare, OneSkin believes that the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but it's to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. And honestly, that's incredible. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code DOTY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code DOTY. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Hey there, podcast listeners. Let's talk about something many of us can relate to, the dreaded pre-period week. You know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Personally, during that time, I used to feel like I wanted to crawl out of my own skin. And those cravings? Oh boy. I could have eaten my own hand off if it was rolled a batter and deep fried. Plus, feeling a bit down or off was just part of the package. But guess what? It doesn't have to be that way anymore. Thanks to Astro Control from Happy Mammoth, managing PMS has become so much easier. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And they mean business when it comes to quality. They only use science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. No compromises. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony. And... Here's the cherry on top. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your first entire order at happymammoth.com. Just use code Kristen at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code Kristen for 15% off today. Okay, so we cut to Sir. Jax is at work, makes his usual shitty drink, and I don't think he knew it was for Lisa. Anyway, Christina picks it up and goes over to Lisa and they have this little conversation about not wanting Kristen back, blah, blah, blah. Shocking. <laughs> right. Shocking. So feelings mutual. Kristen doesn't want to go back and they don't want her back. 
but she's coming back anyway. Um, Stassi comes up to ask Jax to help her hang a picture, which is pretty laughable. Uh, considering <laughs> just the fact that, well, considering yeah. what we know now about Jax, because <laughs> Jax is from Michigan. He should be able to like throw a nail in a wall, hang some stuff up in the garage. But as Jax's friend, I know that he has a handyman come over to he and Brittany's house now and hang up all their pictures. <laughs> That's why it's extra funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, but hey, you know what? It's part of, yeah, I don't know. It's very entertaining. (laughs) But Stassi comes up to him, asks him to hang the picture, yada, yada. Jax tells her about the model, Mm. and here goes this this fight. Well, yeah, and when he tells her, though, she was like, oh, so, like, how was your shoot? And he's like, oh, it was good. Did the shoot, then went home. And as I was watching it, I mean, it's such a small little white lie, which was kind of what Jax was known for back then, were these, like, dumb lies that kind of were for no reason. But I was like, didn't we just watch him go meet up with Sandoval after the shoot? So, like, why leave that out? Why not be like, yeah, I did the shoot, met up with Tom. He's like, did the shoot, went home. Did the shoot, went home. <laughs> like, okay, well, white lie number one. Yeah, I think I was nervousness at that point. He yeah. was like, uh, this is not going to go well no matter what. Just uh, leave, yeah, just kind of leave out all the bullshit. <laughs> right. Yeah, they get back to the alley, the famous alley, and have their conversation. And Stassi's all pissed. Uh, I don't know if you want to comment on it. My favorite part about it was after Stassi walks away, Jax is like, well, that went good. <laughs> that went good. Well, he's like, water under the bridge. And, and then in Stassi's confessional, she's like, water under the bridge? Like, I'll stuff your head into something, drown you in that water under that bridge. But what I noticed, which is so random because I've never noticed this before. <laughs> so the songs, like all the music, you know, the production company has to license and they find really cool music a lot of the time. But right in between these two scenes, whatever the song was that was playing, I always have my subtitles on, right? Because partially deaf, sort of blind, makes it all easier for me. And the lyrics to the song were, gave a girl a pill, take her back up to the hills. I was like, what the fuck? Somehow this is just, this was all normalcy, like 10 years ago. Things were just so different. You can tell by the way we're talking to camera, the the way that we talk to each other. We weren't scared of saying inappropriate things. And that song just, woo, it was weird. It was fucking weird. Not, you guys weren't scared at all. And I think that's what made this such a great show. (laughs) Yeah. Touche, touche. So then next you have Sandoval and I at home drinking rum and lemonade. I was like, what is wrong with us? We're drinking rum and lemonade in the middle of the day. Odd. Right. And Tom brought you flowers and bought a bunch of stuff for the apartment, you know, trying to keep the good vibes going. Oh, to be broke. I remember seeing that CB2 bag and I was like, "Mm, we can't afford that. We cannot afford CB2. If it says dollar store, cool. Otherwise, that shit's got to go back. I'm suspended. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. He did make a joke that everything he that he's like, I gotta take everything back if you get fired. <laughs> right. So, seriously. Put the sticker back on the cup. Yeah, exactly. So super quick scene, but Lisa suggests to the other managers to bring Ariana over. Yeah, they say we need a lady. We need a lady bartender. And I remember this is where I would get really pissy and defensive too, because I'm like, hello, I was the first bartender ever at Sir when we had a liquor license. But now we just need a new lady bartender, aka we're going to bring Ariana in just to piss off Kristen and make more drama to make a good television show. That's what was really happening. But I couldn't see that with my very own eyes back then, which made for a better show. And I guess Ariana and I have a very wild story to tell years and years from now. about how our friendship came to fruition. It's really it is really odd and it's very hard for me to watch 
Ariana and I not get along, but I'm trying to look at everything through like a different lens and just say like, this was the past. It was what it was. Maybe if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have the friendship that we have now. I don't know. But it is really difficult being like, but I love her. We're so close. I was just with her the other day at her Dancing with the Stars rehearsal space and like hugging and crying and just, it's so hard to watch us not get along. But here we is. Here you are. (laughs) And Ariana says that basically everybody that works at Sir is a complete basket case and tells Lisa that she's like, well, I mean, basically she gets along with everyone, but Kristen does not like me, she says. And that I am super insecure. And she's right. (laughs) That's that. I wouldn't have said it back then, but she was absolutely right. Of course I was insecure. I have a hot blonde that's been friends with my boyfriend for most of our relationship. They work together. And I remember this memory came back to me that I don't think I've ever said before. Because I didn't really know Ariana when they worked at Villa Blanca together. But I do remember the first time Tom made it awkward because Ariana had, this was, I'm talking you guys like a trillion years ago, but I remember Ariana was bringing over weed for Tom's for some reason. Like, I don't know who she got it from. And I was coming home from Sir and he was like, oh yeah, Ariana's stopping by to bring this. And I was like, oh great. I'll be home in like five minutes. And by the time I got there, she was gone. And it was like, all right, Tom, well, you just made it 10 times more weird because If I were to have come home and like hung out with the two of you for a few minutes, but hindsight. Couldn't agree more. That's a fishy situation. I feel like most anybody would be uncomfortable with that. Looking back, it's like so fishy on Tom though. Like I'm seeing it through such a different lens when I watch the show now and the way that he looks at Ariana, the way that he talks about her, the way he talks to her. But when I look at her, I don't see the flirting being reciprocated at this point. She's just kind of who she is. Like, she doesn't seem that much different to me, except she's a lot nicer now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I'm seeing. Gotcha. All right. Well, Jack Stassi, Stassi's apartment, Stassi's surprised he came over to try to hang this picture. I say try because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he ends up grabbing a broom and sweeping nothing. Uh, <laughs> act like he's doing something. I don't know. It, it looks it's like, hilarious. like Disney choreography or something where it was just like... Sweep around, stand in a circle. <laughs> What's happening right now? So Jack's now... Uh, feels the need to talk about Ariana and Sandoval fucking to Guillermo. Yeah. Right? But then he also says, I plead the fifth. That is typical Jax Taylor back in the day. Light the match and walk away. Pour a little bit of gas, strike the match, and then just go, I don't know. I plead the fifth. I don't know anything. He knew. Right. And so he tells Stasi too. And Stasi's like, what? Are you sure? And of course, she's like, is there any truth to this? It's Jax. He lies about everything. Yada, yada. And here we go. Start the rumors. Hence the name of the episode. So then, exactly. yeah, and Stasi's saying, you know, that she really likes Ariana. But she's also like, the thing is, Jax never has details. And that's what I would say. The best way to describe Jax, especially back then, was either Jax had no details or he had far too many details. So you're like, well, which one's a lie? You know what I mean? And then you have Natalie and I, and in walks Lisa. There should have been some seriously like bass drum, like dramatic music for when Lisa walks in like dun, 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 to like Jumanji type shit. But it was weird watching that too, because it's like, you think that when you start working somewhere and Luke, you and I have talked about this so many times because we were both in the restaurant industry, that it's just like another serving bartending job. And then I say that like, but sir, it's like part of who you are. It's almost like culty, like commune. It used to be back then. We were like, you're not welcome here. 
okay, we like her. She can work here. This is my whole life here. Literally thought I would be buried beneath the floorboards or beneath the concrete in the back alley. 100%. Well, thank God you won't. Yeah. And then Lisa asks me about Ariana and with complete bullshit enthusiasm, I'm like, we're great. We're great. I love Ariana. Like somebody took her antidepressants today, Kristen. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so full of shit in that moment. I'm like, no, I, I love her. I think she is. No, we're so great. No, we're not. No, clearly. Clearly. Uh, Sheena and Ariana have a little conversation about Kristen now. Yeah. So they, they go out to dinner together. And I remember being so irritated because even when I didn't like Ariana, this was like one of my favorite looks she ever had on Vanderpump Rules. I thought she looked so fucking cool. She was dressed like me and she looked so hot. And then you have her damn infamous line, I'm smarter than you, I'm prettier than you, or I'm cooler than you, I'm smarter than you, I'm prettier than you. Get the fuck over it and move on with your life. (sighs) It's such a good line. I wish it were mine. It was good. I mean, uh, <laughs> it made me so mad. She to... looks hot. She's being witty. She's talking shit about me. I'm really angry. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'd imagine when you watch that for the first time, you know, after you recorded it and it's coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't wouldn't feel very very good watching that. And I didn't like, and and this is nothing against Ari now, obviously, and I know it's something she regrets. But Luke, this will be something that you'll see a lot. But she and Tom saying that I had bipolar, that I was schizophrenic at one time, that I had like borderline personality disorder. Like they would say all the craziest shit. And it was like, no, I'm being gaslit. My boyfriend's a cheating asshole. I'm miserable and I'm not in therapy yet. Fair, fair. And you definitely, you certainly live your feelings. That's something that won't change about (laughs) you and how you're feeling is kind of what you know, determines what mood you're in completely. Like there's no shutting it down. Yeah. What, how you're feeling is, is what you're going to get. So you're saying that you see some um, parallel lines here. Some, uh-huh. yes, obviously <laughs> dulled down now. <laughs> and it's also, babe, I got to tell you, like watching this, I know it's you, but you don't look like you now. I think you're so much hotter now. And well, my teeth are definitely it's, it's better. Not, it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be to watch. Really? Because I feel like I'm, I'm looking at you as a different person then. I mean, I like that. Thank you. I definitely am a different person now than I was back then. It was still me, but I just was very lost and not aware of how to handle my feelings. Still kind of figure that out from time to time. But I just didn't have any tools in that moment. And I honestly didn't have really an ounce of self-respect. And definitely not a lot of self-esteem, as you can tell. That's fair. You know. I mean, I feel like self-esteem is going to drain off pretty fast staying with someone that someone like Sandoval after cheating. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's move on. So Sandoval and Ariana at work. Sandy's teaching or training uh, Ariana behind the bar. They're clearly flirting. I don't know. This seems so obvious from the start. It, it really does watching back, but this is kind of what I was saying earlier. Like when I was watching it and maybe now I am looking at it with a lens of like knowing Ariana as well as I know her now, loving her so much and also not seeing any change in Tom Sandoval over the last 10 years, clearly. But when I'm watching it, I'm just seeing so much more. Like you can tell he wants to pounce on her. Like he is like batting his eyes, like puppy dog love eyes, like not like I want to fuck you eyes, like I want to be with this person, you know, but I didn't get the same vibe from her in that moment. Yeah. Well, she's clearly, 
I, I don't I don't know. I can see it that she definitely is into him. She's attracted to him. Yeah. Maybe she's not like maybe she is kind of respecting the line, but it kind of doesn't seem so the way she talks about you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it looks like it's going both ways. Anywho, that scene kind of ends and Stasi becomes all worried for Kristen and decides she wants to go get the truth out of Sheena about this rumor. Mm-hmm. Also, during the scene, I was so flipping distracted by the statement necklaces. It's so hard to look at my friends, these girls, like look at their eyes while they're talking when I'm watching this back because I just see these giant fucking statement necklaces that like take over their whole body. What were we thinking? <laughs> I guess that was in back then. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. It's a lot. So yeah, Stasi and Sheena end up, they go talk and Sheena is very much says, Ariana is my best friend. She would tell me if it happened. I got to, I guess, back up two seconds, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Ariana, is it a lie or not when she says she has never slept with him at this point? You know, know I think it's something that we'll just, we'll all just die not really knowing. And I don't think it matters, truly. I mean, I'll say, I'll say as of, you know, Tom and Ariana's breakup um, this past year, that's when, well, if you remember, Luke, when we were recapping last season, Sheena really found out for the first time on camera that the rumors were true about the two of them beforehand or whatever, right? But I think they're going to always kind of stick to the whole we kissed once, which I don't know that even at this point for a fact. That'll come out later. But as far as if they were had slept together or were sleeping together before we broke up, I think that's just something that's like, who cares? You know? Yeah, I see it. Yeah. So yeah, Sheena says, absolutely not. Ariane would tell me if it did happen. Mm-hmm. And isn't it during this conversation that you walk by uh, the alley leaving mm-hmm. and Stasi makes the comment. If you brought this cheating whore into <laughs> this restaurant, shit yeah. is going to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so that's I, a good line. Stasi's good for those. She's really good at those one liners. Yeah. But basically it's just, you know, and then, and then you have Christina Kelly, me, Stasi, Katie the next day at lunch or brunch or whatever. And Again, it was, I just am so, I'm annoyed with myself in these scenes because I'm just sitting here going, like standing up for him. We're great now. Let us be great for this week. Like, let me just enjoy my relationship right now, even if it means we're going to fight next week. Like, I just need this right now. That's so fucking sad. It's like really sad because if any of my friends were going through that, I would just have to like stick by them, be there for them and hope for the best, which I always did. I agree. And and your friends are really, they really are trying to be good friends to you. Like yeah, they I can't see that. just sit by. They're trying their hardest to be good friends to you. And you obviously don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to hear it. You guys get in this fight and you get up and leave. Mm-hmm. And that's how the episode ends. And Katie says, and Christina's like, why is she running away? And Katie says, because she knows we're right. Katie, right? <laughs> Which in the back, yeah, say in the back of your mind, you, you, yeah, you know that's true. That's why, yeah, I just didn't want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. I'm sweating. My palms are sweating. Okay. Next episode, boo. Next episode, episode five, Sir Lesk. Guillermo's birthday burlesque surprise. Oh my goodness gracious. I remember those burlesque lessons we used to have. I, I wish to God if I could find like an old computer and pull those pictures and those videos back up. I'm gonna have to try a little harder. Um, I thought it was really weird watching this episode in the beginning, though, because you have like Marina, Karina, somethingina, all the girls there, and they're like showing different outfit options. And then Lisa comes in, and when the girls just have their boobs out with the nipple tassels on, Natalie's like, "Okay, that's that's a little much. We need to cover up a bit." And Lisa kind of gives Natalie shit for that, like 
dude, that's her husband. Like what? Like, of course Natalie doesn't want just like, this isn't a strip club. Like I know it's burlesque, but she, she doesn't want Katie and Stassi walking around with their tits out. Like it's a little much. I just thought it was super fucking odd. Like go Natalie. (laughs) Right. And Lisa pushing it and saying, I don't care what you do as long as you have fun. And I don't know, pushing for that. Uh, I definitely side with the modesty with the girls being like, sure. uh, no, not going to do that. And Natalie is French, and, you know, and she's European. Guillermo's from Argentina. Like, they're definitely more free about clothing and nudity and topless and all of that. But she's like, still like, this is the restaurant that my husband and I own together. We're throwing my husband's surprise birthday party. My husband, my husband, my husband. So we already have cute booty sticking out and like really cool decor and burlesque and sexiness. I don't need boobs in his face. Thanks. <laughs> Makes yeah. perfect sense yeah. to so, me. So something funny I wrote down about this scene. It's kind of, well, <laughs> I called the pasties or tassels. I wrote down nipple stickers for some reason. I thought that was kind of hilarious. They kind of are. The girls have nipple stickers on. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of are nipple stickers, to be honest. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, so funny. Okay. So go to Kristen's apartment and Stassi comes over doing the passport glam Yes. Oh, here. really quick. I just want, there's a tiny little thing. I wanted to do a little shout out when you see Ariana and Sheena right before this, it's a super fast scene, not exciting, but we have a little Matt Cutshall cameo. Everybody, if you guys follow Matt Cutshall on Instagram, you probably used to follow him on Vine, but he worked at Sir when he was still becoming a famous Viner. Check out Emo's Not Dead. Shout out Matt Cutshall. So yes, now we're doing passport photos, which I think is so funny because mine just expired. So I know for a fact that this was in June of 2013 that we shot this scene. 10 years ago. Yep. Yeah, you still need to get that, babe. I know. That was my very first passport at age 30. Schwartz and I. I want to go to I want to go to Mexico this winter. Same. All right, I got to get on yeah. that. All right, so they're, you know, talking about all this passport glam stuff and Jax calls, says he's at the hospital. Mhm. Got a lump in his chest. Does he have breast cancer? We don't know yet. Right. Do you think he has breast cancer? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. I don't think any of us did think that, but you know, I will say you and as we get to the end of this episode, um Jax was definitely a little scared. Like he likes to kind of pretend that he's not when he is, and then he seeks sympathy during almost anything like from Stassi at this point. But as the episode progresses, you can tell that he's like, I mean, I've been making these dumb jokes about it kind of vibe, but you could tell like he was kind of a little nervous. You don't go to the hospital when you're broke and you don't have insurance unless you're a little nervous for real. Totally. And you see that later on when we get to the party, you can Mm -hmm. see it in his face. He's genuinely concerned. Yeah. So now let's go cake shopping. Sheena and her Uggs. She's wearing like shiny black leggings and Uggs in LA in the summer that had to have been the fashion back then. Or maybe it was just Sheena's fashion, but oh boy. I didn't notice, but I do remember the era, I guess, which I guess was 10 years ago, yeah. that all the women wanted to have their Uggs. Like wearing their Uggs was a fashion statement, you know? I never got into the Uggs trend. Never did. No mm. Uggs, no Crocs for me. Hey, Crocs are still rocking. I don't know about Uggs, but I know Crocs are still rocking. I hate Crocs. I hate your Crocs. I hate all Crocs. You love my Crocs. <laughs> you wear them sometimes. So yeah, Sheena makes her comments about wedding cakes and Lisa's like, don't do it. You're going to jinx it. You don't have a ring yet. Don't be looking for wedding cakes. <laughs> no, how do you look at wedding cakes when you're just like, well, I have a boyfriend, but I'm going to look at wedding cakes. I feel like it's one thing when girls are like, oh, what dress would I want to wear? Especially when we're younger. Like, what do I want my ring to look like? I've never once thought about a fucking wedding cake ever. I guess that's good. I mean, I think it's also because I don't like cake. I know that. <laughs> well, you don't like cake. And yeah, exactly. That's why it's not going to be a big concern to you. It doesn't need to be a big cake. It can be 
cupcakes and make have a little I don't know. I don't even know if we need one. Mm-mm. We'll see. Maybe we do Krispy Kremes to uh, honor your sister. Maybe. Oh, speaking of my sister, the next scene is Tom and Ariana at this vintage store on Melrose. And oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember this day. My sister and her husband, David, were in town visiting. And Tom and I had filmed something at the apartment right before that that didn't air about him telling me that he was going shopping with Ariana. And of course, I threw a fucking fit. And production would not let my sister film with us. I don't know why. It was so stupid. But they basically had her and her husband, my brother-in-law, David, hiding in the guest room while Tom and I are like screaming at each other. And then he went to go film this scene. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to San Diego with my sister if you want to go to the vintage store with Ariana. Oh, geez. Okay, so that (laughs) makes sense to me. And I'm glad you added that for all the listeners because I'm like, okay, how one later in the episode, you don't even comment on them doing it. Like they left you out of the whole equation of the two of them in the shopping situation, which I felt like was a little weird. I mean, it's super weird to begin with, just the two of them going shopping together. Well, like, cause just what, friends yeah, because and- what were they shopping for? It's not like, oh, we have this thing. We need to go grab stuff for like this party or we're throwing this event or whatever it is. But that's, you no, know, and so that that's absolutely that That illustrates more what you said as far as Ariana being brought in to torture you or to like create more drama it's like okay sandoval why don't you go shop with this hot young blonde right and you guys just like flirt on camera for an hour right let's just go do that and see, see what comes of that totally just doing their oh, job geez. and uh, tom's line at the end though he says i just really don't want to screw screw things up because things are good with Kristen right now and i put <laughs> lol because you went and did this shoot with ariana like you have a choice man you don't you could have been like uh no that's disrespectful to Kristen. i'm not going to go do this shoot with ariana right now yeah but he was obviously very in love with her and wasn't willing to just say at this point, like, Kristen, I don't want to be with you. This is who I want to be with. Whether she wants to be with me or not, I don't know. But, you know, like as adults, the conversations that should be had. He was like, oh, we'll just stick it out and I'll just do what I want to do on the side. That was kind of what my and Tom's relationship always was. Makes sense. I mean, that's just so weird to me. I guess it takes some balls or courage to actually break up with somebody that you've been with for a while because you're doing something wrong versus to just act like it's not happening and continue to do things that will hurt them. I mean, well, yeah, because in hindsight, Tom and I, I've said this a million times that Tom and I should have broken up after like year two rather than almost year six. But like, why didn't I break up with him when he first cheated on me or when, you know, we weren't getting along? Because I don't know, it's just what we did back then. It was like, well, we share a phone bill and a DVR box and cheap rent. And it's, we just li- like, we're just roommates. Why, why mess it up? It's just, it's easy. It wasn't easy. It's so weird. Exactly. It is. It is. We go to Jax's apartment and Stassi shows up with a no more supplements cake. (laughs) And then just goes straight to work, goes to the kitchen and dumps out everything. Like those are things that Jax actually used to pay for. I'm pretty sure. That's a lot of money. Like they used to take, I remember like protein powder, no explode creatine. And then there was this one like skinny, one, like this one pill thing that made you really skinny. And I can't remember the name of it. Probably a, a fat burner or something. Yeah. It was like a shred, like a shredding supplement, right. but they would take everything under the sun. These boys. I mean, don't get me wrong. I took supplements in college when I was like bulking up, but it was the simple creatine protein and that was it. There was another version of protein called casein. You take at night. That's like a slower release. And that was mm-hmm. it. Protein, creatine, and do you think, casein. Do you think guys like still take all this stuff or was that like a trend 
that happened in the 2000s. No. GNC is still in business, so people are still buying <laughs> all that stuff. I just didn't know if this was more of like a thing we did back then or like, is it because we're older that we're not taking all this crap anymore? That's what it is. We're older. We're But the, the kiddos are still doing it. Exactly. Okay. Well, guys, don't do it. You don't want to get a lump under your chest or act right. like a crazy oh, person. At this point, I'm just getting exhausted with the Stassi and Jax fighting. I just, I mean, it's kind of what I wrote down. <laughs> was like, they're fighting again, blah, blah. Are you more exhausted by Stassi and Jax or Tom and I? Stassi and Jax, because we just did a whole season of it. Well, and it's like, true. And it's just like every other scene right now in this episode, I'm like, okay, they're fighting again. Okay, they're fighting again. I was kind of like, let's move on to the next thing. Right, right. Um, okay, well, yeah. the next thing we have Stassi and Katie hanging out and trying on shoes and figuring out, you know, this burlesque thing. And I love the scene and the part where Katie was like putting maxi pads in her shoes to stop from slipping and to soak up the sweat. And I totally forgot that we used to do that. And Stassi was like, yeah, I used to put, you know, tampons up my nose to make my nose, my nose stop bleeding. And I was like, we did do that too. <laughs> Oh my God, were we just idiots? These things probably weren't Googleable back then. I mean, it works. Yeah, I don't know. I think she actually said it when her nose was running instead, because I wrote that okay. down as I thought that was weird. I've heard of it for nosebleeds, but if your nose is just running, like blow your nose, don't shove a tampon <laughs> up there. You know, <laughs> come on. Oh, geez. We were so smart. Well, okay. So we got to Tom's house. Jack shows up and Schwartz is cooking, saying he's going to do all these healthy things for him. And Jack says he has cancer. And <laughs> hey, the hey funny guys. part. I got cancer. Well, the funny part is immediately like the Toms are like, well, I get your bikes. I get the TV. They start like claiming stuff instead of being like, oh no, dude, you okay? It's like, they're calling bullshit immediately being like, no, I get this. I get this. Not that he had a whole lot of possessions at that time. And say like, you should milk this. You should milk this with Stassi for all it's worth. Like get all, you know, get all the attention. Yeah. They don't believe a single word out of Jax's mouth right now. So they're just like, whatever. They know him well enough. Totally. Okay, back to Sir Danny spreading the rumors now. Good old Danielle. Oh my I guess gosh, you know Danielle. Her. I do. I do know Danny. Danny and Maddie, her sister, used to work at Sir. That's how we got Lala because Lala has known Danny almost her whole life, I think, from Utah. And it was just so funny because I'm like, I don't remember this part very well. Like, I do now that I've watched it, but I don't remember Danielle being such an integral part of like the Rumorville or just noticing the sparks between Tom and Ariana. So it was like so interesting to look back because Danny and I were friends, but clearly I just take everything out on her. And I'm like, you're just starting rumors and you don't know what you're talking about. And just... Oh yeah, that happens at the party, which we're about to start. Yes. When the real fight goes down. This is just the start of the spreading rumors. Right. And you actually like defend that they're just rumors with Tom being like, yeah, what, you can just say anybody's sleeping with anybody? You're like, so, okay, if, if Tom's sleeping with Ariana and whoever else, that means I'm sleeping with Jax and Peter and blah, blah, blah. You said these names. I mm. thought that was interesting. Oh, God. I know. He said that. I know. I know. Only because I know what's coming. I've uh, never hope- slept with Peter, you guys. I've never slept with Peter. Or Tom Schwartz. Let me just get make that very clear. Um, okay, make but, it clear. So, <laughs> yeah. let's get to the party, right? So, we get to the party. Guillermo hates surprises, but... I wanted to just quickly talk about the normalcy it was of like uh, the normalcy of us dressing up because we would have pride. We would have these crazy parties. They would hire like makeup artists. We'd have costumes. I mean, you'd see like our uniforms at some point were sort of like costumes. So this was just so normal and it was so much fun. It was like, oh, go in a little bit early and get your face spray painted. And we're not really working, but we're getting paid to work. This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it looks like fun to me. I honestly really hated the face paint, the little, the, the makeup mask mm-hmm. that they put on them, put on all you girls. Yeah. I hated it. 
But it was, you I know, thought it was, I don't know. It's a I part of the costume. But I will say that something that made me really emotional in this, I actually started like tearing up, was when Natalie gave Guillermo the key to his new Mercedes. And Lisa comments on like Guillermo really having the American dream. And oh, see, I could let me get emotional right now. Because I met Guillermo and Natalie in 2007 when I first started working at Sir. I think Lisa and Ken had only been a part of the restaurant for about a year. And I was so close with Guillermo and Natalie. I helped throw Natalie's second baby shower, which is just absolutely wild. I remember when her first daughter, Mia, who was born in 2005, was just like a little like toddler. And now she's graduated from high school. But I do remember Guillermo telling me the story about how he came over from Argentina with, you know, dollars in his pocket and was a dishwasher at a restaurant called Cynthia's. And then he became... A bus, he was a dishwasher, a busboy, a food runner, a server, eventually became the manager. And then when he opened Sir, he brought the chef over, Joe, Jose, who we always called Papa. And the rest is just Sir history. But just to think coming over from Argentina with nothing in your pocket and working your way up all the way to being the co-owner of one of the hottest, most successful restaurants in all of Los Angeles. So yeah, I just want to incredible. It is. The, that is the American dream. And I do think it's still alive. I and mean, plenty of people will say next generation can't won't be able to do anything. But there are people still doing it. Yeah, it's still there's, the American dream still lives. I got to say it's like, all about hard work. Up, people, you got to work hard. Yeah. Hard work. Chase your dreams. They're not going to chase you back. So I just wanted to yeah give a little congratulations and yeah. let everyone know what that little backstory looked like, because I just think it's really beautiful. And and I'm just so proud of of being so close to you know, a couple who, when Guillermo started, just had nothing and they deserve all the success. So anyway, that's just my two cents. (laughs) Get emotional. But now back to the drums, back to the drums. Yes. So tell me what you thought of Stassi and Katie's dance. I thought Sheena hated it. I thought it was perfectly tasteful. I thought it took a lot of fucking balls and I think they looked really hot. I thought it was exactly what it should have been. Okay. Well, I don't feel like they showed it. I mean, they showed like a couple close-ups. They didn't show the dance that well, much. It wasn't, like da- how it wasn't a dance. It was like a little shimmy shake. Routine. Yeah. How, how odd okay. is it to be like in no clothes, like dancing for your boss and his wife? It's fucking weird. It was more like they were wearing a one-piece bathing suit and holding a flower fan. Okay. Not flower, sorry. <laughs> a feather fan. I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Uh, definitely not no clothes, like a one-piece bathing suit. Well, their anyway. butt was hanging out and they're in a corset and I don't know. I think they did a fantastic job. Okay. And I, I think see, it I took a lot of balls. I mean, based the way they cut it. So yeah. I wanted to ask you. Okay. Then we end this episode with the whole Jax genuinely being worried about this lump in his chest and Lisa talking to him about it. Stassi and Jax go back to the alley and Stassi apologizes. And whether it's true or not, he said the doc called and said that they can't rule out cancer. Correct. And this is where Stassi says, like, I know when Jax is lying and I know when Jax is scared and this is scared Jax. And you could tell there was a shift in his demeanor because he wasn't trying to get her attention anymore. He was just kind of like, if you're going to be nice to me, be nice to me. And if you're not, then just leave me alone. Like that's when Jack shuts down, which I totally understand. And the very last thing he says is he just doesn't want Stassi anymore. He's over it. Like at this point, the way he came, when he was genuinely scared, she comes to the apartment and does nothing but talk shit to him, throws away all this stuff. And he's like, I'm done, done with her just being a bitch to me. Why am I still chasing this? Mm -hmm. You know, I get it. You got to give up at some point if that's what you're, going after. I mean, to be fair though, Stassi kind of told him to give up a bunch of times. 
I see, I see both sides now as a viewer, but like even living it back then, like there, Stassi had never once said to him, like, well, try harder, prove it to me. Like she said that when they were dating, but. Right. Hey, I'm still going to say she shouldn't have given him that kiss. If she truly, <laughs> she should not have given him that kiss. I'm hundred percent with that because that, what, how that affects somebody. Like imagine if roles were, were reversed. You have a guy you're fawning over. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the chapter in your book, mm-hmm. um, but I know, remember the guy you told me about anyway. If oh, the Holy Grail, the Holy Grail, your Holy Grail, which is what we're, what's going on here, gives you this kiss because you, you asked for it after like a kind of an intimate thing. You did something grand for him, like the tattoo or whatever, oh, for sure. and he gives you this kiss. Is your hope not going to be like through the roof? Oh, and, like, completely re-inspired? It's like, again, like, yeah. so you're saying there's a chance. Totally. So it's like, I don't know. Regardless, Jack doesn't want Stassi. And that's the end of the episode. Do you think he means it? I think he's, well, they showed next time, they show him <laughs> kissing a girl and, you know, being pride again. And uh, I think he's going to go explore a little bit and he's going to come back fawning over her still. That's my prediction. I think you're you're going to be right on that one. The thing is, it was like, if Stassi gave him the time of day back then, he was going to take it and run with it. And if she didn't, it made him crazy also. So I think for a while, there was kind of like no right answer. Like if she was like, forget it. Yeah, I don't want to be with you. And she, she dated someone else. That was going to make him crazy too. And then he would just date people almost to get back at her. Right. But well, I think we, yeah, we are kind of getting ready to like close that chapter. Yeah. Well, toxic relationships make Bravo TV. That's <laughs> <It is> um, true. <laughs> that's that's the truth of it. So that is the yeah. theme of Vanderpump Rules season two for sure. Yep, more toxic the better. Okay, well, this one wasn't super fun, but it's about to get even worse as time goes on. But I'm glad that this is not affecting you in real life, um, and you're can wa- you're able to watch this as a TV show. Yeah, I still get some feelings. Like I can feel it. I don't like it when people are being super mean to you and some of the really aggressive, hateful things they say. Obviously, I don't like hearing that. But at least I can see you in some of your actions and things like you're a different person in this era. Do you think so, it was deserved the way that my friends treated me? Uh, I think your real friends, Katie and Stasi, at this point are really trying their best. They don't know how to navigate. I don't know how I would navigate if I had a friend acting the way you were at that point. Like it's very <laughs> tough because you don't yeah. you don't want to take they can't take your side. Like, sorry, you're wrong. This is not going to work out with this guy. Let's move on. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if they constantly bring it up, you know, the rumors and stuff going around, how can you stand to be around them? It's like, okay, let's just not talk about it would be the, what my stance be like, you know, my stance on it. I wouldn't keep repeating it and say, if you want to make changes, then fine. You're doing you. It's your life, but I can't support it. Yeah. And that's where it gets kind of complicated, you know? Yeah. How do you be friends? How do you, how do you maintain a, a best friendship with people or, you know, them with me that you can't be fully honest with. It's a double-edged sword. I see, I see all sides. You be fully honest at one point and say that stance is not going to change. Like I would prefer you talk to someone else about it unless you want to hear me repeat myself Mm because that's my stance, but still love you. you Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we will see next week what's to come, you know? All right, guys, we will see you on Wednesday. I can't wait for Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. And again, every Friday, we'll be back next week with two more episodes from season two, VPR from the start. Have a good weekend. Boop, boop. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.